Hi guys, before we start this week's episode, just a note that next week's episode will be a few days late, as we are participating in the Gamers United Against Dementia 13-hour charity stream, a group of streamers, podcasters, and other gamers getting together to raise both awareness about uh, the perils of dementia and just how many people it actually affects, as well as raising money for the Alzheimer's Society. To find out more, go to www.justgiving.com slash fundraising slash GUD, and you can always tweet us at underscore Gamers United. The stream is happening on July 14th, starting at 6 p.m. BST and going all the way through till 7 a.m. That's 10 a.m. Pacific and ending at 11 p.m. All the other time zones, you're just going to have to do the math. And now, on with the show. Yeah, I hear you. So you're trying to talk around that sort of idea. So, cool. Uh, double check my phone's on airplane. It is. It's Right, let's go. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Nodo, and joining me is Mr. Adol Kerji. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Eh, not bad. Eyes are still acting up, but, you know, life and just life. And yourself? Yes. Uh, full of cold. A little bit snotty. A little bit coffee. Meh. I'll get over it. I had a beer earlier today. That sat quite well. So Excellent. I'll have another one now. Sounds See how good. we go. I've kind of stuck off it a little bit. I've had one. Um, the other night, but you know, I'm not my my normal uh, drinking level, I suppose, being slightly under and giving Lucy some shit for being unwell uh, yeah. last week and not just drinking through it. I found that this time I'm not <laughs> drinking through it. Um, but we're not joined by Lucy this week. She's just got loads of shit to do. Yeah, just just the usual life problems that life yeah. does. Good stuff. So, we are back to our regular schedule. No more E3 talk. Ever. That's true. Ever. For uh, at least another f- 46 weeks, I suppose. Um, I'm, I'm going to set the timer. <laughs> do it now. Do it now. And I'll put a sting at the end of every episode. Next week it'll be 45 weeks until <laughs> we speak about E3. <laughs> nice. Just so everyone knows exactly when it's coming. Fuck all the other conferences, Gamescom, Tokyo Games Show, you know, PSX. EGX, which we went to last year and actually did interviews. <laughs> nope. No, it's, don't worry about instead, it. Instead, look forward to just more countdown weeks. Nice, nice. Um, so, as, as I say, back to our regular schedule. So, we're going to talk about some games and we're going to talk about sales as well as a topic and just have a chat around those. The beers first. Um, I'm not feeling fantastic. I'm going to drink one beer, but it's a big beer. I'm going to have a double IPA uh, from Two Old, and it's the Dipper Underground double IPA, brewed with Centennial and Mosaic. It's a, uh, a 50 centiliter one pint can. It is 8.5 percent. 
does this one have flavor text? Mm, no. No flavor text. Nice can, though. Uh, yeah. Looks mostly white. What, what are the um, well, it's, a, it's a slightly off it. kind of like lime color. So almost a beigey lime. Um, they just seem to be random colored shapes. Okay. Almost so. splashes, splodges that someone's just sort of run a watercolor brush. Oh, I see. Yeah, cool. That's yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's nice. It definitely stood out off on the shelf. Um, I, which was the other two old that we had weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Um, right. It was a sour, wasn't it? I seem to remember, or. Uh, sort of a semi-sour, and that's sort of a, a similar art-styled can Two old seems to have, have jumped to. Um, and they definitely stand out on the shelf, so I think that's why I was drawn to this one, just from the from the can, essentially. So, What are you uh, drinking this week? I'm drinking the Northern Monk Patrons Project DDH uh, Saison, which has Citra Mosaic and Galaxy. It's a 440 mil lovely can which with a bunch of different ferns, northern ferns, yep. sort of really artistically done, uh, sort of embe- embellished stuff, photograph of them. And it is, um, yeah, it's 440 mils. It's ABV 7% because it is a Saison. And uh, it's um, the... Uh, Northern Monk's patrons are Espenbog, Jensen, Saisoner, Northern Monk, and Ale Farm. Oh, it says peel here on the label. I've never seen that. What? Just to take it off, maybe? Maybe. A better recycling, perhaps? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm going to just open it and start drinking it and maybe pick at the labels uh, while, yeah, while yes. we chat. I did notice in uh, in our last episode... A little, uh, uh, some noises some every noise. now and again. Well, a little bit of clicking, some some slight banging coming hey. over from from someone maybe uh, you know clipping together small pieces of Lego. Oh no, I wasn't making Lego last time. <laughs> was it not last time? <laughs> it, it was probably within the last couple, but it, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. I did a terrible job editing if that got picked up and I didn't notice. (laughs) I'm glad to know that we can have a a good conversation and you can very therapeutically sit there and make Lego whilst uh, whilst we converse. It's good. It's good. Maybe I'll listen. I was really just Mm. making room on the table for for the next beers. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Picking up instead of by brushing things aside because they were clearly put in the right kind of piles. (laughs) Um, How's your beer? So it's got a lovely smell, uh, you know. Undeniably, the mosaic kicking through quite a lot there. A nice sort of fruity, little little bit of a dankness in the sort of the the nose. I, I I'm not picking up a huge amount because I'm a little bit bunged up. Right. So I can smell that it's a big flavour, but I'm not. You know, it, it's it's getting through my my bunged up uh, senses, but um, but not uh, not quite enough. It's a lovely sort of amber mm. colour. Uh, small amount of head, but good enough. And it's... Oh, that's a lovely flavour. I imagine that, that is what I would be getting on the nose. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm getting a bit more from the flavour because it's 
the the, the smell is coming in from a different direction. Right. So, mm, as I say, it's hopping. There's some fruitiness to start, and that kind of mellows out into this very quite bitter, slightly dank, nice and dry finish. Mm. Right. Definitely getting the 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 mix of hops there. Very, um, I've lost, I'm lost for the word. I was just about, it was on the tip of my tongue and it's disappeared. But they, they, I'm lost, I'm lost for words. It's just good. It's just a very good beer. <laughs> That's what awesome. I'm say. That sounds good. I'm so bunged up. Uh, how's your beer? It's really excellent. Mm. Um, you get the citra and the mosaic right off the nose, and uh, I, I it has quite a thick head that sort of it lingers, and that is just pure, um, pure hops. Like there's so many tastes just in, in <laughs> sucking back the foam. It's quite great. Mm. Um, you do I do get a little um, a touch of the. It's really odd on the aftertaste. Um, I'm getting a touch of the nuttiness that that. Uh, I'm used to them in more um, traditional lagers, but just a touch okay. of it. Just, but really not used to it, especially in the saison. So I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, mm. It's super tropically, which we're not surprised at with the with the hops it has. Um, mm. It's actually quite a short taste, though, and not a lot of lingering. Okay, it does finish a little wet, just a little though. So there is that 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 that. Mouthfeel of saying, mm, maybe you should grab some more. And that might be yeah, because I'm yeah. still drinking through the head. Um, so uh, if the mouthfeel is much different, I'll, I'll update. But um, it's really excellent. Um, good. And like like a good solid Saison entry, it does not belie its uh, 7% at all. Like, I just can't tell. Excellent, excellent. Uh, um, the the 2 um double IPA underground, it is similar in that regard. I, I'm not picking up any sort of alcoholy notes uh, at all from there. It's all fruity, hoppy flavours. Nothing whatsoever, which is very nice. Uh, and I suppose for a, for a double IPA as well, because it's slightly dry and I'm drinking it quite quickly, I may have to uh, start talking about a game to <laughs> rein myself in. Uh, I also, have it's a, also quite a round taste. Like it fills most of... The, like most of my mouth is being stimulated mm. um, in a way that's not always there with, with beers. I, it just, it's really filling. So even though it's, I said it was a short taste, it's sort of short and full in a way that I haven't tasted in a beer in a long time. Nice. Nice. That's good, man. Um, so let's move on to some games. Let's enjoy these beers. Agreed. We're back to what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. I picked up submerged oh i've heard of that and been intrigued by it for a long time yeah i picked it up on sale on uh psn last week i believe it's probably still on sale at the moment uh started it a couple of nights ago and it's just I, exploration right like there's a, I, yeah sorry yeah i was i, I was just gonna say i'm really enjoying it because it's just exploration um it's kind of a one-note game, but it does it well. Uh, it's short. I've only played... Uh, I finished it uh, last night. 
I've got maybe two uh, evenings worth of, of gaming out of it. So I think it's probably between six to eight hours, something like that. Um, um, and how much did you pay for it on sale? I think it was £3.50, £3.70. Okay, so, so it's definitely like earned that. its keep. Oh, completely, completely. I think for for that price, had I got one evening out of it, uh, it you know, it, I, I would have been happy, essentially. It's the, the same price as a, as a beer. So I'm, you know, very happy to have a couple of evenings uh, worth of play from it. Um, uh, sort of, it, it's quite an easy uh, premise. You're a young girl who is on a boat with her brother and he's hurt and you basically have to navigate around a submerged city looking for um like drop crates um which have like uh, medical supplies or food or water in and you so do you tail him around with you like are you mostly in the boat then uh, so you uh, you don't take him around with you you have put him in um in one place uh, um, I think the second item that you pick up is a lighter so you can start a fire and stuff and you essentially sort of make this nice little base for him to sort of rest at right. um, and you bring the supplies back to him each time uh, but you you use the boat to get to uh, different buildings and mm. the exploration mostly comes from scaling those buildings well, so to, it's actually more vertical despite yes the, yes so it no. I expect I, I I probably it's it's probably sixty forty forty percent being the inboat sixty sort of navigating across buildings and and trying to actually find um, stuff on land as such. Right. You do have an element of there's some collectibles. So when you jump onto one of these buildings, although your ultimate goal is the um, is the crate to go and pick up the item that you want. Right. There are uh, story collectibles which will give you a uh, a drawn panel which kind of tells the story of the um, the city and how it became sort of semi-submerged right. essentially um, which is, it's, it's a nice touch uh, none of them were that difficult to find uh, you do have a map, so at a telescope so you can easily sort of pick them out and it will mark them on your map for you to be able to go and find oh, okay. There's also uh, boat upgrades. All they do is allow you to uh, boost, and each upgrade just gives you a, a little bit more boost each time. Right. So there's those as a collectible as well. And it's it's just a very light, very easygoing, um, very calm game because it's just exploration. There's no combat. You can encounter... Uh, creatures, you know, whales, um, I think it's stingray, uh, dolphins, different fish, a couple of birds, but none of them attack you. It, it's just observing them. They might right. they might knock the boat slightly, um, but... Yeah, so they're not just, like, in the background. They are interactive, but not in a threatening way. Completely, completely. The, the one thing I would say I didn't like about it was maybe it takes that a little bit too far, because I can be hammering it in the boat with the boost on and mm-hmm. smash the boat into a building and you just bounce off right because there's you can't get harmed in any way even in the sort of the vertical exploration as well you can't fall off buildings no um, she, she just will not 
Like you can just jump off? Kind you of just thing? won't jump off, no. Anytime you go up to a ledge that you're able to climb up or down on, she will just calmly do that mm. and go into the motion. Um, if you drop down to another ledge and then hang from it to, to shimmy across to something else, she can't. You, you cannot drop her off the ledge. Oh, that's um, interesting. So, so, yeah. so there's no respawning because there's no way to un, like be despawned kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. But, so but is it platformy or is it more explore, exploratory then? Like, it's, like, are there difficult parts or is it more of just looking? No, there's no difficult parts. It's it's definitely just looking. I mean, it's similar. The the kind of the um, the climbing aspect is is similar to like an Uncharted game, where you're just sort of like you know in Uncharted you're. Or at least in Uncharted 4, when you get to the island, you're climbing through the rocks, trying to make your way up to a higher vantage point. And this is is similar. You just there's a path that you can follow because it's buildings, it's all copings and window sills and ledges mm. and balconies and things like that that you're climbing along. But they're very noticeable. They're very pronounced. Right. Uh, you know, if they don't want you to go a certain way. The, the, the coping stone just isn't there anymore. Right. And you can't go that way. You do have multiple pathways up through buildings. Okay, so it's not super will... linear. No, no, not not incredibly. Um, it's not super sort of choicey either. There's only maybe two paths that will take you to the top. One might hit a couple of collectibles. The other might hit only one collectible or, or something like that. So it kind of encourages you having those collectibles on the buildings as well to explore the entire building before you hit the crate um, but i enjoyed it, it for three pound fifty it's it's a really good little game and it sounds like it's actually the right length for that mm. type of experience like it's not too long that you sort of get bored with with the limitations of gameplay completely completely because it's that one note it didn't grate. it didn't get boring I think I spent, um, I, I got to the last crate and had a couple of collectibles um, to go. So I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm not bored of this. I'm still sort of mm. enjoying it. I've got the rest of the evening. There's nothing else I immediately want to jump to. I'll, I'll just explore and find these uh, additional collectibles and then, and then finish the game, essentially. Um, and, you know, you kind of get the story through these um, collectible cards and the girl's story is told through those as well so every time you collect an okay. item and, and go back to your brother you'll get four cards which will tell you the next part of the, the story um, oh, you interesting. Know, so the first four cards were here are some parents here are some parents with their children right. here's the dad who goes out fishing here is the family eating right. so you know that these two were part of a family unit and the dynamic was that the dad went out fished so they're a seafaring folk, perhaps, and so you're, you know, you're unraveling the story sort of as you go as well, which is a nice touch. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't ask you to interpret too much; they're all very easy to understand. So it's 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 nice. It's a very pleasant game, and very. But you would definitely put it well. in the news category. Oh, very much, very much. Um, not so much of a narrative experience as a lot of the you know the news games we talk about firewatch stanley parable things right. like that um but yeah I it's guess, definitely I an guess exploration that's where it falls apart 
It's really just yeah. It's from what the screenshots Oops. I've seen. It's it's gorgeous though. It does look very good. Uh, one of the points which maybe we'll return to, which I kind of wanted to talk about, was I played my first evening through my laptop on remote play. Oh. Thought this is a nice looking game. It's okay. Um, I was quite far from my router. My wireless wasn't doing so well. I had a little bit of lag, um, mm. and that essentially had downscaled what I was seeing. So my second evening, when I booted up the the PlayStation and was playing directly on the telly, mm-hmm. I the, the graphical difference was astounding. And I thought, actually, this this game looks really really good. It, it's not fantastic. You know, it's not graphically going to set the world on fire but when but, you come uh, from a uh, you know like 30 frames per second kind streaming. of downgraded yeah. sort of stream of the game to actually playing it sort of directly it does look very nice very fantastic lighting as well uh, really lovely skies shadows work really well so uh, a lot seems to have gone into it for a, for a, not a, for a short experience Awesome, yeah. Because I mean, that, that's the main reason why it's been on, you know, on my list. Um, it's just it looks gorgeous, and like you really need that if 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 all you're doing is exploring. You don't really want to explore a bunch of dull warehouses. You can just go to completely FPS from you know the mid '90s to mid 2000s to, yeah, to get that yeah. experience. Nice, nice. So yeah, submerged on sale at the moment. It's it's definitely a recommended uh, purchase. At the three pounds seventy, whatever it is at the moment, um, not sure I would have spent the whatever the Mac, you know, its original retail price. I think it's twenty dollars, um, so it must be like fifteen quid or something. Maybe like ten, that. twelve pounds, something like that. Maybe yeah. even fifteen. Yeah, I don't think I would have spent that on it, but uh, at this price, it's definitely a, a recommended purchase. So, um, what have you been playing? Have you uh, played honest, very much? Not a lot. the The eyes um, have have really limited me. Um, played played some more Duelist, which we've talked enough about. Um, yeah, that's about it. Unfortunately, I've uh, I've really just been trying to get a in front of this eye problem so that I can you know be be able to survive in this digital world. And, and <laughs> I haven't even been watching things right because it's it it's just the tv is just not a focusable object the way it should be i've i've realized sure. in the past sort of 24 or so yeah just um basically things i can play on my laptop and i'm supposed to be working so it's things i've got installed on osx versus my windows partition which is quite a bit less than it could be which is probably a good thing that's probably a good thing at the moment definitely um i know that uh, we both have been playing dead by daylight Yes, that is true. That's right. You've had a little bit of a play on that because um, we put a review up on the website last week, last Friday. Last Friday, um, yeah. And I, I've really enjoyed that game. Yeah, uh, me too. And uh, it was very different playing Dead by Daylight um, with you and Jimmy versus just um, online. Yeah, yeah. Um, although you did hear exactly my frustrations with the whole eyes and, and TV as I'm trying to get away from you, the killer, because we're on party chat, so you can hear Jimmy and I trying to plan around you hearing us, which is a weird dimension, as yep. I'm like, oh, God, my eyes hurt. Oh, God, my eyes hurt. Damn it. I, I, I was like, damn it. I got away from him again. I don't want to have gotten away from him. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to lose. 
I'm yeah. over here by the shed. But I really like these these this outcropping of these asymmetrical um, multiplayer co-op slash not co-op games where basically one person's the enemy and the other people are trying to survive. Mm. Mm. I never played much of Evolve, uh, even when it was given away for free. Um, it didn't really get good reviews, although I had a couple yeah. of friends who seemed to like it. But um, Dead by Daylight, definitely. I like uh, one of the things I like is that there is sort of breadth of characters on either side that I, I just haven't played enough to really know. But there's mm. definitely, you know, it really changes how you act, um, who the um, which bad guy you're running away from. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I found that as a survivor, with the 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 trapper, is it the trapper, the trappist, and the hillbilly, you mm-hmm. you can kind of rest a little easier because you can see where they are a little bit if you're hiding behind a rock and you can use your peripheral vision to to try and spot where they are. But the the is it the wraith, the guy with the bell that yeah. has that invisibility. Um, power and such oh, what a mm-hmm. fucking pain and how scary for him to just suddenly you hear the bell go and he's just there in yeah. front of you as you're walking towards him and you just shit your pants and try and run in a completely different yeah. direction same thing with i think it's the nurse who can plant little decoys is that right uh, no uh the i think is it the hag oh the hag sorry Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, the, I, I really like how they've managed to make two different ways of putting jump scares, which yeah. are like horror tropes, but as gameplay mechanics. Mm. And I, I've never played the hag, so I don't know if – I'm sh- assuming when you set off a decoy, uh, it pings to the hag saying, hey, someone set off one of your decoys. But even even when spectating and someone like walks into one of those things, you're like, ah! Like, <laughs> Completely, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, yes, yeah, so for, for those who don't know, Dead by Daylight, uh, not only are you three survivors playing against a um, a player-played um, bad guy of the various types, but they're in first-person mode and you're in third-person mode, and there's this lovely asymmetry of um, vision that allows the survivors to see the uh the bad guy run right past them because of their tunnel vision which like also has a nice narrative um touch to it because it's like mm. oh i must like I, I have one goal i need to do this goal i'm going to be in first person and the survivors are much more like oh, anything please anything help me so the wide perspective makes sense narratively as well but the number of times i've like crouched behind something just to see the bad guy run right past and be like how did he miss me <sighs> Uh, it's really great. Yeah, you have that lovely moment of relief when. Uh, so um, part of it, as well as as the survivor, you have a heartbeat sensor. So the closer the killer is, killer. The, thank you. I don't know why I keep saying bad the, guy like a six year old. The baddie, the, um, the 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 faster and harder the the heartbeat um, sound is. Um, and it, you know, you can get to as soon as they're on you, it's absolutely pumping, or you know, a nice slow rhythmic heartbeat when they're kind of you know I, I don't know the exact radius that you've got but when they're sort of at the edge of the radius of it, of it being picked up and to have it pump 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 pump, 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 pump and then you just see them go past straight past you you yeah. I've definitely got off so lightly and I can kind of just make my way across to this generator and, and you know continue yeah. on with what I'm doing 
um, you know, only to maybe 30 seconds later, he's come back to check that generator to see if there's anybody there. Um, I definitely died a lot more as a survivor than I think I would have liked to. <laughs> I, I I was much better. I was much How better many times did you want to lose the game exactly yeah. then? I, I was much better as the killer than I was as a survivor. Essentially, mm. you know, I, I won so many more games as a killer. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's maybe that... Balance. Well, I, I, I don't think it's a balance issue. I think it's more a, a, a cooperation issue. That A lot of mm. those games as a survivor, I wasn't chatting to the other three people. So Yeah, it's much more difficult we when you can't talk to them. Completely. We weren't coordinating what we were doing. Uh, one of us would be off in a corner trying to fix a generator. The other ones were running around and, you know, you would, you would get into the objectives very slowly. And no one was drawing the killer away whilst the other ones could work. And so I, I think as a team game, uh, it would it would work really well. And I think you'd, you'd do a lot better as survivors if you went in as a, a group of four um, to try and uh, to try and win the little arena battle. So, but very good. And, and currently on sale on Steam, I believe. It's been out on Steam for uh, a little while. Yeah. Um, uh, last year, I think. I think it was a 2016 release. And yeah, it I think had. It's late 2016. It, no, yeah, late I, I lied. It's, it's almost a year old on Steam. Is it? 14th wow. of June 2016. Wow. Um, I know it's had uh, three. DLC packs, maybe four, um, and it's just released on uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and comes out as a special edition with those packs in as well. So if you buy the special edition, you're getting the entire package, I believe, except right. for uh, a Michael Myers add-on pack. The Halloween which chapter. You can get on Steam, the Halloween chapter. So yeah. you can get, uh, is it Laurie, um, who's the, the, the girl from Halloween? Uh, as a survivor, and you get Michael Myers as a killer. You get right. the, um, I think you get the house as a location, as a new map. So, if you want that, pick it up on Steam. It's quite cheap on there at the moment. I think it's about £16 on Steam at the moment. Um, normally around about £25, £26, something like that. So, it's a, a steal, a bargain, if you will. Not not as much of a, a steal as Submerged. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, I I definitely think it's a it is one of those games which I I think I actually would prefer to play on console, just because of uh, sort of how cinematic it is playing it on a larger screen. But also, there really isn't a lot of precision you need uh, yes. in your third person or your first personing. I mean, one of the hard things is when you're when you're a killer, you're you're just you're melee swinging for the most part, and they're very it's very slow um, and. Um, it's not very. It's not very precise. Like you, you just mm. sort of like think um, melee swings and third-person action games from like the, the early two thousands. Like a baseball bat when you have guns in the game, it's just like Bleh! and you know if you're not in the hit zone, then you're not in the hit zone. That's just the way it is. There's no real way of, of fixing it. Yeah, think think Oblivion sort of yeah, there level melee attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so I think it works really well on the console, um, but if the Steam sale is still on when you hear this, by all means, uh, it's not going to be problematic. 
Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Is one of the points I was going to uh, to bring up. We, I suppose we can move into our topic all about sales. Uh, when you hear this, I believe the day we're recording is the last day of the Steam sale. Uh, we're recording on the 5th, and I think this is the last day of the Steam sale. So it won't be on sale when you, um, you, hear this, when yeah. you listen to us. However, put it on your wish list. Because and you'll what, get emailed and told all about it. Constantly. You get told when it's on sale. I think the first thing I wanted to, to bring up about sales, about game sales as such, is that they're so frequent. Games are always yes, on sale. Yes, they are. PlayStation have a never-ending sale on. Okay, they rotate games in and out, but I think The Witcher well, 3 has been £15 on, on PS4 for about a year. Well, they definitely, I mean, they call it their um, PS Plus perks, right? And Games with Gold mm, has that too, mm. right? There's the... the Double discount. This month, these things are on discount. But yep. on top of that, PlayStation usually has weekly sales, um, which can be anything from like a genre. Like I know one week was a Resident Evil week. Yes, yes. You're like, hey, if you like Resident Evil games and you happen to have logged on to the PlayStation this uh, in that week, you'll find out that they're all on sale. Mm, mm. I think they do a better job of, of thematic sales. Than Xbox does, yeah. Um, but uh, you're right. Like they're just all, the thing with Steam is they have their big summer sale and their big Christmas sale. Yep. And their smaller Easter sale. <laughs> I'm already. Um, is but is there an autumn sale as well? Oh, probably. But the big ones are the summer and the winter. I think they're the longer ones, but they're definitely the ones with the deepest discounts. Yes. Um. And, and other than that, they also have, you know, stuff on sale all the time. But those are, like, the big ones. And they're sort of earmarked. Kind of like um, in retail, you have Black Friday, right? Like, that's just, you know, like, if it's close to that time, there's no sense buying a game on the PC yeah. if you're that close to, to Steam sale time. Mm, mm, completely. Um, while, while Xbox and Sony seem to sometimes have really huge discounted sales that aren't really, like, pre-advertised because they're not sort of... No, there's no orchestrated timeline that we're all used to. It's just like, oh, shit, now this is on deep discount. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of one of those that, um, you know, you, you get the midweek madness or the, the Steam weekend sale mm. or something like that. And I've been, I've been looking for uh, XCOM 2 for ages, waiting for that to sort of come down in price to pick up. And I don't think at the moment it's ever reached, I think it's £12.00. Uh, not even not not quite twelve pounds at the moment in the Steam summer sale, and it's it's never hit that before, I believe in it, or at least in the sales that I've seen it um, uh, come this up. That's why in. you need to have the um, Chrome extensions enhanced Steam stats. Yes, yes. That's one of the problems using the uh, the Steam client. You don't get all of that additional information telling you um, the lowest price it's been and, and all of those sorts and, of things. Or and the lowest price it is now. That's what I really like. Like it's like, oh, if you buy it on CD keys now, you'll save you know thirty quid or whatever. That's pretty yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. Um, very true. Yeah. A nice, nice that, tool to Steam have. Is not. Um, I, I tried to bring it up quickly and surreptitiously, and Steam is not responding well. <laughs> 
Ah, there we go. Oh dear. Well, it's, if it is the last day of the Steam sale, everyone's probably jumped on to to pick up sort of like last minute um, last minute bargains. I certainly did. Uh, I picked up the Banner Saga two uh, ah. today, which I've been looking at for ages, and another game which. Oh wow! The it's, name yeah, it's twelve has... pounds uh, on Amazon for a Steam code. Eleven fifty four, if you will, for XCOM two. So that's uh, that's about the same price as it is in the Steam sale. Which I think is over now because I am not seeing that on Steam. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I think it was something like 10 a.m. Um, Eastern time, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what times they um, yeah. they correlate everything to. Uh, but, yeah. So we, we get these sort of quarterly Steam sales with the two big ones at Christmas and the summer. PlayStation generally tend to have uh, you know rotating sales on all the time. You can always find a discounted game, whether it's you know as you were saying out of like a themed uh, week, or they quite often have uh, digital discounts. So the PSN, um, yeah, you know smaller indie games that only come out digitally, they they do some very good um, deals on. I, I have noticed uh, Mr. Malpass, uh, former Tanked Up host. Uh, playing mm-hmm. adrift, oh. which I know is only about six pounds um, on on PSN this week. So he's oh, obviously since having since picking up his PS4, uh, benefiting from uh, PlayStation constantly putting games up for uh, for sale. But it's oh, I have something that. that I, oh, do Ooh, yeah, it, it was on a VR sale. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I got it according to my stats on the 22nd of November. <laughs> Never it. You don't even know you've got it. Don't even know. Um, like it, that's a different topic. It, well, yeah, that's, a, that, that's just a whole hour discussion, I think. I think I have to forego the games we've actually played to Fuck, talk about the if games If we're going to go through what played. I haven't played, it's more than an hour, my friend. Even <laughs> if we just said a sentence about every game, sadly. Um, now, did you end up picking up a lot on the Steam sale? Um, I, I did a couple of um, different purchases. I think I went in and bought uh, five or six games uh, a couple of days in. Right. Um, you know, for a total of about £20. Uh, the Flame of the Flood, uh, Westerado Double Barreled. Oh, Westerado's a great game. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that when it came out. I think it's an adult swim game, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I was interested in it as soon as it, um, as soon as I saw the trailer for it, but just haven't never got around to picking it up. Uh, What's the one, Flame in the Flood? Flame in the Flood is um, a young girl on a boat, <laughs> traveling around with her dog. Um, <laughs> completely different to Submerged. Um, I think a lot of it is you are on a boat traveling down a river, and you can pick the path that you take and go to different. Uh, drop-offs and essentially it's a survival game i believe um you 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 know you stop off on uh, a tiny island with a hut on you might find some food you jump up on a boat or one of his cousins hey definitely one of his cousins very small very small Uh, zero i think zero is one of his (laughs) nothing's canonical never mind is that the one in Rebels? I don't know. I thought so, but I think Zero's the wrong thing. I think that's a bounty hunter's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up a game, uh, I think it's called Mind, The Path to Thalamus, which I thought oh, was yeah. uh, a, a news game. Uh, but yeah. I actually got uh, the base game and I got the VR version of it as well. 
and again, that was like four pounds or something. So there's lo- there was loads That's of games on the wish list, which I kind of uh, uh, tracked my wish list from lowest price and, and worked sort of through and kind of thought, now, well, so. I- so- so you you did by price. So one of the things that's really nice and about the enhanced Steam um, extension on Chrome is you can go to your wish list and you hmm. can filter uh, to only games with coupons or only games with discounts. Yeah, and then you can filter based on size of discount or oh, nice. price, um, which is very dangerous because they're like, oh my god, it's like sixty percent off. I'll definitely buy that three pound game that I've had on my wish list for four years and I barely remember. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not going to get around to playing. Oh, I'll get around to playing. I just need new eyes. Yeah, that's very true. Yes, um, I actually mind. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a first-person puzzler that I've you're, been yes. meaning to play. Uh, and the reason why I hadn't played it when I was in the mood for that was because I hadn't had my VR set up. Mm. Um, because it's it's it seems pretty right up uh, the VR. I like the idea of first-person puzzlers in VR. I think that's yeah. a great. A non-horror application of the technology. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And actually, that's why I picked it up because it um, it reminded me of The Witness. Mm. That's why I picked yeah, it I, up. I guarantee yeah. it won't be as good, but yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Having said that, I understand. So one of the things about The Witness that some people complained about was that um, the puzzles were just sort of slapped in there for a lot of it. Like, uh, while yeah. while Mind is is supposed to be much more like mist, like the the environment itself. There's environments of puzzles. Okay, is the puzzles rather than puzzles strewn about an environment? Yeah. On a, so on they screen. people claim I again haven't played it yet. Yes, yes. We should get around to that one. I think we'll do a VR week, perhaps, and chat about VR and our experiences with maybe uh, yeah, one week, a week when maybe Lucy isn't here because I know she doesn't have access to the. The equipment to uh, to comment on it too much, because um, she's female. That's what you're saying. No, <laughs> no. Um, one thing I wanted to sorry. One thing I wanted to get into was that the frequency of all of these sales is this the death of secondhand gaming that sort of. You know, Microsoft essentially wanted a few years ago when they originally announced the Xbox One. Uh, right. It, it, I, I've not been into a game or a physical game shop for a year, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Uh, I, I haven't picked up anything secondhand, whether physical, you know, in a shop or online, for maybe longer than that, maybe eighteen months. Because, uh, okay, I could go into a shop and pick a game up £10 cheaper than it had been retailed for because someone had returned it a week after it had released. But I could just wait another... Then, then you'd have to go into game. Well, yeah, exactly. I could wait another three months, and it will probably be cheaper on a sale somewhere. You know, we, we, we see things like No Man's Sky, which was discounted by like 30%. Uh, about two or three months after it released on the oh, PS so, Store. So, so this is one of the reasons I, I, I was a um, PC gamer for so long because the the market is so much more cutthroat for big releases. Like mm. they they drop the price so much within the first couple months. There's no reason to buy things day one on PC because 
they like everything, even the best selling games drop unless they're by yeah. Blizzard, I guess. Overwatch is probably one of the few games and even then I think I've seen it on some sales. But like oh, definitely. No, no, nothing sticks to RRP um at all on PC. It's just not done. And and the size of the discounts tend tend to be much bigger over time than the console ones. Like when Mad Max hit the ten, the under fifteen pound mark on the PC, it was still well above twenty on the console code market. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Mad Max. I've actually just seen because PlayStation also do, uh, and we're not talking about Xbox very much. I don't have one, so I don't yeah. know what they get into. But maybe you can talk talk about that in a moment. But uh, on PlayStation, they had uh, they always have like Game of the Week. So you'll have a yeah. quite heavily discounted, maybe 60% discounted game. But their retailing, uh, their digital price is like £55. So actually yeah, a, a 60% discount is maybe around about 25 quid, something like that. I think I picked Mad Max up on Steam for, uh, you know, close to Christmas, and I think in the Christmas sale, for about £6.50. Yeah. It was absolutely nothing when I grabbed that. So... The, the disparity between the console versus the PC market is well, is crazy, and it, it only this, seems to be widening with Steam now having uh, GOG as kind of a, a direct rival for your PC true. purchasing. Uh, I know the GOG sale was a couple of weeks before the Steam sale came out, uh, and yeah. I picked up a few games a few games through that. Um, it's never quite as extensive as the Steam sale. No, but their library is pretty big and one of the things that they do really well is they have these deals with the publishers where so the big thing yes. with GOG um, is that uh, you can download a DRM free mm-hmm. and you can use their client but your client, you're not bound by the client so if you just go to your GOG GOG.com you can always download a DRM free installer yep. and never worry about it in a way that's very anti-Steam um, but works well for them and uh, every so often, a publisher they'll have a deal where, like, for this week, you, you if you link your Steam account to your GOG account, it then tells you, "Hey, do you want to claim for your GOG library these games that you already own for Steam because the publisher has blessed it?" And so, if you claim it within that time, you now have access for life to DRM-free versions. Yes, which I yes. really like. I think it's a really smart way of doing things because, um, as, as the underdog. Because the one of the things that I mean, Steam's not going anywhere anytime soon. But like, no. if Steam, if Valve just suddenly shut their doors, I would lose a huge library. And there's no way, even if I, even if I've downloaded a bunch of these games, there's mm-hmm. no way of re-downloading them. And a lot of them won't even run. Well, they, they should run if they're installed for the most part. They are pretty DRM light, Valve. But Steam still checks, right? It does. It does. Yeah. Like if I've got Steam running on two machines and I've if I forgot to turn a game off on the one, then I'm not allowed running another one, or I have to tell it to turf that to the curb or go yep. offline. Yeah, unfortunately, um, it's definitely one of the benefits that, that GOG brings. Um, and I did pick up uh, Oxenfree on GOG mm. on the sale this summer, uh, and I think it was on Steam. It's on sale on Steam. I think it's maybe. 10p cheaper on steam right it's it's you know a negligible but you difference. got it a few weeks early so but i got it yeah earlier not that i've played it because i haven't had time yeah, to play all not. of these games i was about to ask, on but I, was like, mm. um, I almost purchased the uh, steam link 
which is also oh, yeah, on sale. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you did, because the thing that was holding you back was whether you could link a PlayStation controller to it. And I, so that, that, local food, yes. Yes, yes, that was what was holding me back, which you solved for me. However, then what stopped me was the fact that uh, it was £8 postage. Uh, so, so it was, it was 20 still overall 20 quid. Like and I thought, well, that's not... That's not You know, if it had been maybe three, four pound postage, I'd probably have, have pressed the button. But well, this when you're is jumping, really up funny. Be- Go on, sorry. I, I was going to say when you're jumping up to, to, you know, the the retail or not not quite the retail price, but the the same price I can or more expensive than I could go to and buy from game, essentially talking about going into a physical yeah. computer game retailer that thing that we said we haven't done for a million years exactly exactly which if i, I have if I, by the way if i knew that it was you know 15 pounds in game i'd pick it up the next time i was down in town if they you know had one in stock sort of thing right so it kind of just put me off a little bit that it's it's almost that hidden cost as well with steam you, the, well, this is the price of the thing this is what you're going to pay and then suddenly no no we, we've got to charge you for postage I'm going to charge you £8 postage for one tiny, tiny little parcel. Well, and, and this is the thing that uh, I was going to say, which is um, we're, we're in the era of, of Amazon, right? Like, you yeah. don't pay postage, really. Yep. Like, in, And if you do, it's, like, pretty obvious off the top. So even if, like, even if you were, you, you probably would have been like, nah, 20 pounds, you know, maybe, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll pull the trigger. But, like, there's no way you're going to do that when it's the last, at the last second, hey, I want to double down on your price pretty much. Fuck yeah. you, you're going to say. Yeah, completely. I, and I searched um, to see how much the, you know, on the listing for the item, see how much the postage would be. But obviously it depends where you are in the world, how many things right. that you're buying and stuff. And it says your postage will be calculated um, when you go to the checkout, so I thought, right, fine, I've, I've got everything in the checkout that I wanted. Went through and saw the the additional price, and thought, no, I've spent enough money already on games, and I'd rather spend money on games than I would on on hardware any day. Um, so I just well, I mean, uh, so so can I ask you a question? How much of your um, uh, how much have you played how? How many times have you played a game on the PC that has the more powerful graphics card? Because I know you've just, you've been steaming it up on the laptop. Um, you've been hoping to be able to stream from the PC to the TV because that's you know your gaming time tends to be um, time with Evelyn, and that's easier to do in the lounge, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, I've had a little bit of time. Uh, I'm, as you know, I now work for myself. So I have had a few lunch times where I've already been working at the PC and thought, well, I'll, mm-hmm. take, I'll take 30 minutes, take 40 minutes uh, as a, a quick lunch, go and make some lunch, bring it back to the, the PC and play maybe Mad Max for, for 30 right. minutes. Um, so I'm getting a little bit more time um, now to do that than I previously was. Uh, the, you know, One of the perks of, of working from home and being able to lunch where I like Um so I, I'm definitely getting a little bit more time, but I'm not getting the same level of session that I have of an evening, uh, you know, right. in the lounge if I'm bringing Evelyn down, or uh, on the, the the laptop if she's up in her room and I'm sort of hovering in the next room, making sure that she's asleep so Kim can also sleep, right. she, so she doesn't wake her up, sort of thing. So it's nowhere near the the 
the sessions that I I have elsewhere. But it's it's increasing yeah, so, at least. Uh, yeah, I was just curious to see like how, if you had more time with the PC, then maybe maybe the the Steam Link wouldn't be nearly as as needed. But it yeah. sounds like it kind of is. It, it, I think it still is for the moment. It still is. Yes, maybe um, in a few years it wouldn't be. But definitely not for the foreseeable future. Um, can I see myself having more than, say, like 30, 40 minutes on the PC um, uh, for a, a session? You know, uh, in an evening, mm-hmm. I've just got far too much to do to sort of sit there and do that. And then I have to be elsewhere as such or located in a different place to the uh, PC within my house to um, to be able to use it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll try and pick one up. At some point, I'll definitely go in and next time I'm in uh, the city centre, try and see if uh, the game down there have them in right. stock. Um, I know they did around Christmas time, and they were doing them for about fifteen pounds. So, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see, we'll see. So, um, um, should should we leave it there for a week? I, I, yeah, I will just say this on the uh, speaking of um, of sales. Um, Currently, Humble Bundle or Humble oh. is doing a DRM Freedom Sale. Okay, I think it just started ish. I don't actually know, but it is on now. And given that we're going to publish this on Friday, it should still be on on yeah. Friday. So you can get, you know, some games like uh, Shelter Two is like a, a pound thirty four, and and the Shelter games are really pretty and fun. The mm. Witness is eleven quid. If you've never played wow. it, that's definitely worth it. Nice. Uh, and again, this is DRM free, so you never have to worry about. And, you know your access and you know playing it on an old uh, PC in like five years or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Mini Metro, that's a game you played recently, right? It is. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's as about well. five quid too. So yeah, nice. I think um, take take a look at that. Um, I'm a big fan of Humble Bundle. Also, um, every five percent of every purchase goes towards a charity that you can pick. I usually pick Doctors Without Borders, but you know. Um, every, I like that you can pick. I really like that you can pick. Yes, even on, yeah. even on their even on their store, you can sort of say this is the charity I really like. You can also, I think, uh, you can also give another five percent to your humble wallet or okay. to the charity, which I also like. The idea of like, oh, I'm kind of skint, so that second five percent of my uh, of the ten percent you're not keeping for yourselves, I could use, but I'll use I can use in sort of a coupon mode or. Mm. Send that to the charity too, guys. Whatever you know, nice. when you're feeling like when you when you have the money, you can just sort of pass it forward. But I like that they split that money that they aren't having up. I think that's a really cool thing. Completely, completely, and it's definitely the way that I have been giving money to charity lately. Um, you know, every every say three months, I think I try and pick up a humble humble bundle, knowing that I can. Um, give a little bit of money to whichever charity they pick because the bundles are a little bit different to their sales. And yeah, they but pick. so you can you can always um, shift. Like, you know, almost every you, you time can, you, you can buy a bundle, you can, re- your, your you can reassign yeah. it to a different yes. thing, which I like. Um, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Humble Bundle sales are uh, definitely a good one to uh, investigate if you don't already. Um, good. How have you enjoyed your beer, man? I've really liked it. Um, I'm pretty sure if there were another beer on the docket for me, I would still have picked it. It's, okay. it's one of the better beers I've had in a, in, in a while. Um, I love the way it leaves the mouth sort of tantalized. Um, 
So instead of having a dry mouth feel that makes you want to drink more, it has a short taste, which is mm. not a lot. I haven't seen in stronger beers in a while. Yeah. Um. So I'm still going for the beer quite often. I mean, I finished it ages ago. Uh, I was still going back for the beer quite a bit, but it wasn't because, oh, I'm feeling parched. It was, oh, I want more taste. Mm. And I think that's mm. a really nice way of doing it, and it's sort of not par for the course. So I really enjoyed that part. Good. Good. That's nice, man. It's always you? good to have a, a, a really sort of fantastic beer every now and again yeah, um, I, I don't remember the the name of the um northern monk, monk patrons beer that i had uh, but it was it was absolutely fantastic um they seem to be doing very well with that series of beers um, i know they've done one with uh, verdant which got a lot of praise is it haze maker i think it was called uh, uh, but a lot of people um Really like that beer, so they're doing very well with those. Um, mine, the the two old double IPA underground. It's a good beer. It's a big beer. Uh, my nose has cleared a little as we've gone through the episode, so I'm getting a little bit more flavour from the beer oh, as we've as we've gone, um, and that's just because of the the strength of the flavour as well, sort of sitting quite well and then building on top with every sip that I get. It reminds me of the kind of level of flavor you get with an arbor it's a really big punchy fruity hoppy slightly dank flavor and it's it's good it's very nice and it's very very easy to drink i could definitely have another one of these uh i you know it's 8.5 percent. i'm not feeling it at all and i think part of that is down to not having that alcoholy elements to the flavor as well you just i i can't tell that this is an 8.5 over say six percent right beer you you, you don't have that kind of intense alcohol which you you do in a few of the bigger sort of nine percent beers so yeah i'm very good very well made nice and balanced it does a lot of things it doesn't very well so i've you know i've got maybe a third of my glass left um, it's probably going to be drank sort of quite swiftly once we've finished I think excellent once I've stopped talking yeah that happens it does it does finish them as I'm dropboxing the file um good good <laughs> so that's it if you want to let us know what you picked up in the steam cell or the never-ending PlayStation sale. Or tell us your thoughts on um, Xbox and the sales that they run. I guess one of the things we didn't touch, and I'd love to hear people's opinions on, are do they still... I mean, because of the the sales always happening, do you, st- do you ever tr- buy full-price games? Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Something that we, we didn't really touch on. We kind of yeah. talked about second-hand games, but yeah, day one full price purchase is another even um, not day one like if, if you're like oh i'm yeah, kind of into yeah, that okay. into that game do, do, or do you just wait for the inevitable sale yeah yeah fair enough fair enough yes if you'd like to talk to us about those things you can do so in a couple of ways you can go to twitter at tanked up underscore cast you can email us tanked up cast at gmail.com you can go to facebook which is tanked up cast you can go to youtube which is tanked up cast or you can go on facebook on the out of lives facebook page and you right. know leave a comment on the uh, on the podcast post once we've published it and it appears in your social media feed 
You can do that. We'll come back to you straight away. We'll chat to you about these things. Uh, Adol, if people want to talk to you directly, they can do so on all of the things by using one very specific handle, can't they? Yes, that handles the Omniarch, T-H-E-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H. And if you're looking for Ben on almost all of the things, what would they look for you at? On almost all of the things, yes. It's Nova underscore 47. And that's it. Yeah. Also, add add us to those things, those gaming things, and uh, we'll play some games. Definitely. That's a good idea. So for another week, we've been not too tanked up. Bye. Tanked up enough, I think. Good. Tanked in? mm, Tanked off. Oh, tanked off sounds very aggressive. (laughs) I'm fucking tanked off. Tanked off. Yeah. Take it easy.